When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Maeve Kavanagh. And I'm Euro Thurley. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas week. It's Christmas week. I can't believe it, Maeve. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. This year has gone so fast. Flown. I have to say, and December has absolutely flown, but Neve, I'm ready. A week before Christmas. Everything's done. The vouchers are piled high. (laughs) Uh, You didn't buy vouchers. I did. I bought loads of vouchers. Did you? Yeah. Did you buy any tickets? No, I didn't buy tickets for anyone. I know this is, you know, this is is the 19th, right? So basically what's happening is people are out. They're panicking. They're panicking. Panicking. Well, I'm going to give you a tip for a wrap up, right? This is something that not a lot of people have. Okay. But they're always glad of it. Okay. When they decide to use it. Oh, okay. What is it? They might not even know they want it. A Bluetooth speaker that works in the shower. <gasps> Most people don't have them, but they're absolutely brilliant. And they're only about 20 quid. Do you know, I saw something on Twitter the other day. You know, when you get these mad invention things that you... Oh, yeah, yeah. That you only get on Twitter, right? And it was this little tiny device that apparently when you stuck it onto anything, it made it the speaker. So it almost... <laughs> Amplify the thing. I said that's not a real thing, but part of me really wanted to send for it and see. But I would have had to wait maybe six weeks for it because obviously it has to come from wherever that nefarious place is. Well, any of those things that you see available on Twitter or Instagram, yeah, you can always go on wish.com and search for that stuff, yeah, and it's million times cheaper. Oh yeah, but the thing about Wish is it you know it's brilliant, but you have to wait till forty, yeah, 40 other people to order it. Yeah, 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 six months easy. <laughs> so maybe yeah. not for Christmas. But you're right, a Bluetooth no. speaker for the, for the, oh, my, oh, part of me doesn't want to do that. I tell you why. Because if my boys get a speaker that work in the shower, they will never come out They'll of never it. never come out of it, yeah. And, uh, you know, currently the thing that's getting them out quick enough is A, the fact that, you know, I'm uh, not putting the heating on in the bathroom. And B, <laughs> and B, they don't have, they can't really hear their music. Although they have a speaker that they bring in and put on the other side of the bathroom, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And the thing nope. is, the thing is, if they if they get their jam on in the shower, we may never get them out. And let's be honest, it costs money to run that shower. The other thing is, <laughs> these Bluetooth speakers for a shower, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's one thing about them I don't like. Oh. And that is, you can answer the phone on them. Oh, so somebody could ring you while so you're in the you shower? Could, somebody could ring you and you're like, sorry, I'm just, I'm in the shower. Yeah, but listen, like, listen, have you ever answered the phone or maybe during a conversation on the phone and you feel, I really need a wee now? Oh, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, of course, we've all done it. And then you're kind of trying to sidle out of the door. You're sidling out of the door, you know, to try and get out before you have to flush the toilet. You know, so... I've done, yeah, I've done that. Everybody's done yeah, me, Like, I'm an absolute master of mute when Have I'm on a phone call. ever done an interview on the toilet? No. Oh. Have you? No. You absolutely No, have. I never you did. absolutely Never have. did. I know by the face of you. No, never. <laughs> Eurovision 2010 when you didn't win. No, no, 
nowadays, <laughs> now, years ago, it would have been just on the phone. Nobody just rings you for an interview now. It, you, you have to be a FaceTiming or Zooming or, you know, it's never like, oh, we're just going to call you. Years ago, I did a million interviews and, you know, you just literally on the phone, you could look like anything, you could be anywhere, you could do anything while this was all going on. <laughs> and now you have to look like something because quite frankly, even though they're not beaming it out and they always tell you oh we're not sending this out and the next thing you see an advertisement for it and there you are in your dog walk and look <laughs> you know it's a nightmare it used to be that people just ring up for the interview and you did it on the phone and nobody had a clue you no. could have been in any way state of undress I mean I'm not saying that happened <laughs> but I'm just saying <laughs> there's an awful pressure on us now there's a huge pressure on us Neve. it's the entertainment industry it's gospel dogs <laughs> anyway, so Christmas week, um, I have my gifts now. Yeah. So I have organised myself, but I've made some very hard decisions. <laughs> very <laughs> you hard put decisions. some people out of your life. <laughs> very difficult decisions. <laughs> you know, and I'm not even sure that, that they were right ones. And I won't know for another few days whether they are the right ones. <laughs> But I'll know by their faces whether they are or not. Yeah, I know. That's the thing about opening a present. Yeah. I'm always trying to, like, make sure I give the right reaction to the present. <sighs> You know? But then, then there's not a natural reaction to it. I know, yeah. But see, I never have a natural reaction <laughs> to a present, you know? I'm just like, oh, brilliant, thanks. I'm sitting here that's thinking, lovely. have I ever bought you a present? Well, I mean, most of the time it's, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I know. But, but we all open presents every so often and we go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Who did you buy that for? What? <laughs> Who was this for? You didn't think of me when you bought that. Anyway. Yeah. Have you got a receipt? You know, like it sucks <laughs> in a bath set and you're like, yeah. come on. Definitely not the bath set because I don't have a bath. But, you know, the socks yeah, you, I'll take. Do you remember like the link, good the link set? No, oh I'm a woman. God. I never got the link set. Oh, but you bought it, I bet you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And not only did I buy it, but I lived it because I have two teenage boys for a long time. <laughs> Believe me, you haven't lived until you've lived in a Lynx Africa house for like, you know, with boys who are very, very keen on the use of it. And there are women that find that re that smell of Lynx Africa really attractive. I've never met one. Oh, I've met them. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a generational thing, to be fair. And I but... question their sanity. <laughs> Lynx Africa. I... <laughs> it's the most basic smell. They don't moderate their use of it. And, you know, so no. once or twice they come in and you're like, holy, oh my God. It doesn't matter how good the smell is. If it's overpowering, it's yeah. like too much. Yeah, if your eyes are watering before yeah. they walk into the room, they put too much after I, I remember the first year, the first Christmas present I absolutely adored was the, I got this, uh, it was a, such a great Christmas. I got Kylie Minogue Rhythm of Love on, on cassette. And I got um, an Adidas wallet that had a little bottle of Adidas aftershave in it. And I thought I was made. And what age were you when you got that? I was about 11, I'd say. Okay, so people knew you before you knew you again. <laughs> so what's your plan for the week at Christmas? What's the... Well... What way is it going to roll in the Kavanaugh household? The way it's going to roll, I have a couple of days of work to finish. That's fine. Uh, you know, very festive finishing work. And then I'm going to start. The big thing is to go and get the turkey. Okay. Very excited about the turkey situation. Have it ordered for a couple of weeks now. It's very serious because, you know, anybody will tell you. There's a bit of prep involved for me, but I love that. I love the whole prep thing. I love 
go and buy my vegetables and making sure everybody has what they want on Christmas Day, especially when it's not hassled. Now, do you go and buy your vegetables or does a man from Tesco's just deliver them? Absolutely not. <sighs> I mean, the shops. Um... I don't care. They don't even look at me like that. <laughs> it's part of the whole process for me. And growing up, even Christmas was like that for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, making food well, for my mum and, you know, even the shopping. I don't mind traditions. the shopping. I don't mind the shopping. I Believe me, the big Tesco shop doesn't happens well before. So that's, you know, all the big stuff. That's most of that's all done. And actually, I do already have quite a few things already in the freezer ready to come out on the day. So my pigs and blankets, which is a new thing that I do up there. And, you know, there's things like some vegetables are prepped and in the, in the freezer because they work that way. Otherwise, no. Yeah. But I love, I love, and my all my stuffing is already made. Of course. My dad makes the, the Christmas stuffing on Christmas Eve. It's like, it's a fairly family tradition. Like, you know, yeah. the yeah. first bucket of water over a load of carolers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what else I made? Right? I made the make-ahead gravy. I do that every now and then. You know, when Jamie, oh, Oliver, Jamie Oliver's make-ahead gravy. Yeah, that costs you like 500 pounds know, a litre, yeah. but it is really lovely. Do you know what I make at that ja- a Jamie Oliver recipe for Christmas? It's He makes a Yule log. He has a Yule log recipe. That's pretty spectacular. I know about your Yule log. We had this conversation before because you were Did we? You were devastated about the Yule log situation. There was a whole conversation about your Yule log, Maybe. if I recall. There was. Mm. And it's worth reiterating again because get, get that story Christmas out. is coming and I'm about to make that Yule log again. There better when be. I say <laughs> there was an <laughs> underwhelming reaction to my Yule log. <laughs> I remember. And I remember how upset you were. The friends and family that listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm just making you aware. It's the 19th of December, <laughs> and there's a Yule log coming on its way, and it better it better be heralded like angels. <laughs> now, they have your family, like my family. Not all of them listen to it. The podcast. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody listens I, to the podcast. Nobody I know listens to. It. No. One of them said, that's not entirely true, actually. I have friends who listen to it and then they, and the problem is sometimes we record it a couple of weeks in advance and I've forgotten what we've talked about. Because, yeah. you know. And well, then, you never know. And then they come and say, oh, it's such a thing. You know, and, you know. And I'm always staring blankly at them. Right? I, know, well, I have no, no idea, idea what you're talking about. about. <laughs> put, it in, put it into context. <laughs> We're already over that. We're into the next life. But what has also happened to me some, is that somebody has said something that I'd say, where did you hear that? That's private <laughs> and then I go oh wasn't there it was on the podcast and yeah all like, oh, right okay no, yeah. <laughs> because you and me we forget sometimes we're in the middle <laughs> have we got some Christmas stories we have we've got some Christmas messages in okay. uh okay this one oh my god <laughs> uh last year my this is from oh she doesn't give her name uh, she says, last year my husband and I decided we were going to have our first Christmas with just the four of us Previous years, we have had family and usually an extra child or two as we are foster carers. But last year, we were going through the adoption process for our smallest and our fostering had been put on hold. So we thought that this was a great opportunity to stay in our pajamas all day and have a quiet family Christmas. That sounds amazing. It does sound lovely. Well, my (laughs) brother-in-law's wife last minute had to go to Thailand as her father had passed away, which left him and, and his two kids behind. Oh. Which has left, oh, which has left the brother-in-law and the two kids yeah. behind. Okay, not the father. Okay. We obviously invited them for Christmas. Yeah, the father's dead. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word you don't need to throw around. 
my son was so excited about his cousins coming to play. We changed the meal time to suit their smallest nap time, etc. They showed up 45 minutes late with no excuse, ate their reheated dinner and left 20 minutes later. Oh. 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 My son was so sad as he had been waiting all morning to play with his cousins and I was fuming. Swore blind I would never have them for Christmas again. Fair play, too right. Don't ask me how, but we have... Oh, for God's sake. Is she related Don't to I, me? I know, I was just going to say this. This is like Neve Kavanagh and the mouse. We weren't going to talk about the mouse. Don't ask me how, but we have now ended up with them, including his wife and my now brother-in-law and his wife, my other brother-in-law and his wife, for dinner this year. My husband is obviously to blame for this. I swear if they are late, I will end up on the six o'clock news. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, look, you see, here's the thing, right? And I do think at Christmas, when Mammy's out of the picture, kind of goes to pot. Well, yeah. And you if they're small Daddy was ones. just like, yeah, 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 grand. Okay, we're bringing these back home to get them to bed. You know, like, it was probably just in and out. It probably wasn't meant to offend you. It was no. probably just... <laughs> no doubt brother-in-law was fraught. <laughs> yeah. He probably at that point had a couple of days of dealing with smallies and been completely was he even dressed properly where yeah. the buttons were done upright like, and it was to facilitate smallest nap time so that probably ran over he didn't know what to do I know they like freaking out I know there's so many variables in this I totally get your frustration trust me I have people who come for dinner and they live in another time zone in their own heads and have no concept of how you might time a dinner and now Christmas dinner we know Christmas dinner is hard to time it's hard to time it's hard. we know that right but you know listen you're you're doing a good thing. You'll be remembered in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way. If this goes to pot, Look, you have a perfect reason to say to your husband, that is never occurring I'm again. I'm going to save you from all of this. <laughs> what are you doing? Here's the sentence that will save your Christmas. <gasps> We're so sorry. Our eldest has COVID. Oh, you bad. Game over. Look, enough is enough. She's done her. You've done your tour of duty. <laughs> she <laughs> Look, now, Good luck. Now, Groaned, where's your Christmas spirit? I tell you where my Christmas spirit. It begins at home. Oh, well, true. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Hi, lads. This is the, what's the crack? First time contacting, contacting yous. Loving the chats on the pod. And when I heard yous were looking for the worst Christmas stories, I immediately thought back to 2001 slash 2002. My then husband, open bracket, divorced now. And this story is in part one of the reasons. Close bracket. <laughs> Gave me a large heavy box, about three foot by two foot, wrapped in Xmas paper. And I thought, oh, I can't wait to open this. I wonder what he got me. So all excited, I started ripping off the paper and opened the box to discover a Reebok jacket, kid size and a pair of tracky bottoms. <laughs> now, just for context, I worked in a sports shop at the time. <laughs> And my wardrobe was full of sports gear, which I got at discounted prices. Plus, the reason the box was so heavy was that he thought it would be funny to make me think he got me an expensive Prezi by putting a rock underneath the jacket and proceeded to get snarky with me because I couldn't take a joke. He was an absolute prick. Lynn, a dub living in gory. Now, oh, my. Lynn. So many things in this. So many things. You're right. You're right. But I'm going to give you a little <laughs> heads up here. 
Fellas are going to go panic. What am I going to buy them? And look in the wardrobe and see all the workout gear. She clearly likes workout gear. And that's as far as their logic goes. <laughs> and as far as the kids size I and all that. I can see that would happen. Yeah. And all the kids size and all that. Trust me, they don't even look to look inside your look, thing. The last thing you can do <laughs> is buy your wife a present and have it be too big. That's true. Like that's Christmas over. No, but the worst, do you know what the worst part is? He thought it'd be funny to trick her into thinking it was something heavier. Like that's a rookie mistake there. Like it's a rookie <laughs> mistake. You know, the thing is, potentially she thought she was right up in the, this is going to be something serious. Like it could have been worse. It could have been a microwave or a Hoover, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still pretty bad. Like especially considering like it she works been. in a sports shop. I know, I know. But clearly you got rid. That's good. Oh, here, there's a PS. It says, I'm hoping to get over to Tinnahili to see a Garoda next April. There you go. And, ah. ne- and Neve, one of the first albums I bought back in 91, 92 was the soundtrack to the commitments. Epic. Cheers, lads. And for the people that don't, don't know, Neve was singing on that. Oh, I sang on it. It yeah. wasn't just like... <laughs> no, she didn't just buy it. It's just a nugget of information. <laughs> Aren't you happy I bought that, Neve? Yeah, no, no. And you contributed in some way to my royalty check that I get every yeah. six months. <laughs> I'm very pleased. <laughs> the commitments did well. Uh, did very well. It did incredibly well. And you know what? The funny part about the commitments is everywhere I went, people were singing along with my voice, but they didn't know me. I remember being in a dressing room once and getting, you know, trying on something. And in the next room, because Destination Anywhere was playing and they were roaring at the top of their voice. Oh, my God. The best moment. Almost as good as the time the woman was singing in your eyes and, you know, in the in this shop and you could hear her singing along. She was really living her best life. And I was there, but she didn't know because I was in, you know, get, once again, trying on clothes. I mean, it's not my pastime. I just happened to be doing it. <laughs> and she was singing along and then she, you know, she got to the middle eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was overcommitted. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know what? You got rid of him, so that's grand. Yeah, well done, <laughs> And then. he gave you a good story. If you're putting together a present for somebody and you think, do you know what made this funny? I put a rock in it. I'm going to put a rock in it. The worst you part. You are so far wide of the mark. I know. One more story here. Uh, Sarah says, my mum threw a massive hissy fit when she didn't get books fizz with her breakfast. And she said she would never come back for Christmas. That was seven years ago, but a result for us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true for it, isn't it? People's expectations. But on, like? What? I didn't get a books fizz for my breakfast. Yeah, no, that's that's what she told you. She just had the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> that's what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't get a books fizz for my breakfast. That's, that's all what it was. For yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, the turkey was like leather. <laughs> No, do you know what Mom it is? Was dry. <laughs> yeah, but it's worked out and well for you, Sarah. Like I'm glad kids. to hear that. I just don't like your kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what it is? Sometimes mammies and daddies, when they're out of their own space, they don't do well. <laughs> My mother and I used to come and we used to time it to see how long it would take. If there was no dessert, she was so disgusted she'd go home immediately. But uh, well, so would I. Yeah, I'm, well, on her, I'm on her page for Fair that. enough, fair enough. And you never come to my house and there won't be dessert. There's always a lime cheesecake on the boil. <laughs> Somewhere. It'd be easy enough. I can whip it up in two minutes. As soon as she's finished her dinner and she's sitting there, she's already over you. Like, And then she used to have a dog and she used to say, Annie wants to go home now. <laughs> and she started talking to the dog going, you know, all right, Annie, we'll go in a minute now. <laughs> Annie was <laughs> as happy as a clam over in the dog bed by the fire, delighted with herself. <laughs> I don't want to go back to that old lady house. But that's the thing. Like, I find we even do that with the cat. Like, you know, you, you put your 
You put your feelings, you run your feelings through the cat. Do you? Totally. <laughs> why Why is daddy being such a dickhead today? <laughs> why is he being, is he annoyed, is he? Yeah, he fucking is. <laughs> Are you still irritable, cigarette? <laughs> but you only got a couple of days and then you're going to be off. Oh, daddy didn't empty the dishwasher. <laughs> Did he not? Did he not? <laughs> daddy was in England for a week. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I will be bringing my show Glamour Hammer on tour next year and we have added extra dates. A lot of the dates early in the year are sold out, but we are adding more. So we've added a fortnight in Limerick and there are extra shows going on sale in Port Leash, Wexford and London. And we have also added new shows in Nace, Monaghan, Armagh and Westport. For a full list of dates and ticket links, you can go to my bio on Instagram or to girlsearly.com. Anytime, Eve. Anytime. 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 <laughs> there's a full list of dates and there's more being added. Uh, and the UK dates are slow to be added because they've no respect for me over there. <laughs> That's going to change. But just keep an eye on my Instagram and I'll post the dates as soon as they go on. Thanks. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show and help keep us on the air, you can subscribe to Headstuff Plus by going to headstuffpodcast.com forward slash register and donating as little as five euro a month. And that will go straight to us and that will buy us coffees, brownies and Neves Diesel. Yeah, to be fair, we put a lot of effort into a this. A lot of diesel goes into this a show, people. It's an energy crisis. And we know it's, you know, it's hard. <laughs> Um, in return for your donation you will be a member of Headstuff Plus and you will get access to bonus content from us and from all of the other shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network and we want to say a big thank you to all of the people that subscribe to us during the year it is so lovely we have all of your names all of your email addresses and we are going to keep an even closer contact next year um, because we have some surprises coming I know I'm very excited yeah I know I love it. And we'll have guests and everything. So we're very excited. We're lining up the guests. We've got some cool guests. Yes, we're very excited. We can't thank Headstuff enough for hosting us because without it, we wouldn't be meeting up as often as we are. <laughs> exactly. And you Especially wouldn't have his, this show. With his schedule, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> Maeve, we have a problem. <gasps> Unfortunately, Neve Kavanagh passed away. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I took a breath in the wrong way there. Absolutely loving the problem. Um, we have a problem. Okay. Bring uh, this is from J&J. &J. Okay. Okay, it starts, absolutely love, love, love the pod, of course, oh, and I need some advice. Okay. So, come here. My ex... Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> come here. You know. Come here. Come here. <laughs> okay. My ex, who I'm currently sat naked with in a hotel room, I see the breakup is going well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we broke up a month ago after both acting, to put it lightly, absolutely batshit psycho for two years. But we apparently maybe probably love each other a lot and we want to reconnect in a better, healthier way. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts and opinions on this? Are we wasting our time? Should we just let the shit be the shit it was and move on? Or take the chance and potentially learn from our mistakes and enter our healthy era? God almighty, that was quite a paragraph. There's <laughs> quite a lot going on there. A shred of punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't For, think that's the biggest problem here. Well, it's the most immediate <laughs> one. Okay. 
for reference, by the way, we're 22, almost 23, and 25. I had this ideal of being happily married for that golden anniversary, but I don't know if that's actually a realistic idea. I mean, one of us could always die before then, in fairness. <laughs> okay. God almighty, I feel like this is... Come on, we need to get the end They're through a shag, they've had like four bottles of wine and now they're getting all melancholy. <laughs> uh, would love to get your and Neve's thoughts on this. Uh, we're both big fans and will 100% do what you tell us. <laughs> And follow up on the outcome. Lots of love. Okay. This is a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. There's a lot I mean, going we're not going to tell you the, to break up the Christmas week. <laughs> it's probably not. It's, it's, uh, it's over. <laughs> Happy Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. Like, the hard thing about this, right? And it's something that I certainly didn't learn till my 30s. Okay. Sometimes love just ain't enough. <laughs> and sometimes, like, it's, sometimes it's not love. <laughs> well, you see, it can be love, right? No, it, it can, can be, be love. It can be. But it can also send you crazy. Yeah. It can, abs- like, I was mental <laughs> close about 30 or in relationships. Yeah, but you, like, did you not fall in love crazy. all the time? All the time. <laughs> Like, I mean, 12 o'clock in the day, I would have fallen in love three times and had my heart broken three times. I, know. I was disastrous. You loved the drama. No, I hated the drama. No, but, but I just, you I just loved fell it. in and out of it. Yeah, but you loved it. Oh, God, I hate it. You don't continue what you don't love. The problem, the problem here now is they're living on the drama. If they've had two years of psycho shit, What's going on there is they're they're riding the wave of up and down in the relationship, right? Yes. So they're kind of they're having this wild psycho stuff happening, and then they're having fabulous makeup sex or whatever it is, or the, yeah. all the serotonin that comes from being forgiven or forgiving, and then they move and stumble onto the next drama, right? Yes. And they're obviously not done with each other because they're in a hotel room naked. Like, let's be honest, that's a thing. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. So we know they're there. So a mess is still a mess, right? The thing is, this is not a productive way to start. If you're going to do yeah. a healthy era thing, realistically, you have to be away from each other for a bit. Yeah. You can go to couples counselling if you want. That would probably help. Well, maybe they have been away from each other. Oh, they broke up a month ago. Yeah, but listen, trust me, a month is not enough. No. And, and you're 22 and 25, there's plenty of time. Plenty of time. Maybe both of you, you know the other thing that might be happening here? They're maybe not meeting at the right time. Yeah, that is definitely something that can happen. Yeah, that can happen. People just meet each other and they meet each other at the wrong time and then it works out later on. But the thing I will say about this is, right, mm-hmm. is that they them being together for two years and it been crazy. It wasn't crazy because you both decided we're going to be completely psycho in this. Yeah, it's just it's you, just how you made each you, other. You just pushed each other's buttons. Yeah, you're young though. You mean, yeah. you live very dramatically when you're young in you relationships. Do. Believe me, if you like, I mean, and whether you like it or not, the point is that level of drama can't, can't last for the golden anniversary. That's never going to happen. It's never going to oh, happen. Oh, no. You like, will not survive the next bit the next the bit next bit is so boring. It's like <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so boring. It's not boring. It's, no, it's and it's lovely. It's just not as dramatic. It's lovely, but it's <laughs> it's generally you're very excited when you've finally got you know. Did we get the right cupboard? <laughs> the, exactly, or you know, we finally have you know uh, key fobs to the same Tesco club card account. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah, that's not going to be enough drama enough for this couple. Uh, that's yeah. what you feel. Look. 
maybe you need some time apart. Stop doing the, the I suppose, yearning from a distance thing. Try not to do yeah. that. Take stock. Grow up a little bit yourselves because you're still young. You're still fabulous. It doesn't mean you won't get back together, but maybe you need to mature a bit before you get back together. But honestly, when you get in the habit of how you are with someone, it's really, really difficult to, to change that. it. It's so hard to change it, it because you just get into that rhythm when you're with someone and sometimes that can be very good but the but yeah you like, know and like, I get it you know clearly the sex is good yeah it, <laughs> it, but it's that thing like it's you know the come was the come to me go from me yeah sort of yeah it's all that push pull yeah. thing like if you really wants to make it work like what you could do is you could go to like couples therapy or something like which which that will work but I think I think the start is to take sex out of the equation for a while yeah I, and, I, and that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. But actually, in a weird way, to see if your relationship is really working, you need to take sex out of the thing as people. Yeah. Just for a while. I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't be intimate. You can be, you know, tender to each other, shall we say. Look, Rhodes' face is telling me everything How he thinks about that. But see, this is the line. <laughs> I was never certain You can be tender. You can yeah. be tender and loving and have kisses and hugs. But realistically, you need to take sex out because obviously that's part of what drives you. You know, obviously you're physically attracted to each other. That's very strong. It's not that you don't love each other. You might do. You might love yeah. each other very deeply. And I'm not discounting that you don't know how you feel. But if if this is difficult and you're riding this mad, crazy, crazy wheel, wave, then the best thing to do is take the sex out of it and see if you can last as friends. Because believe it or not, friendship is really important in a long-standing relationship. Like, you, you, have, to, yeah. you have to really get on because you have to get through the bits that are hard. And yeah. the thing is, if you don't like the other person... You know, it's, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy. So trust me, just learn to be a little bit more mature in your approaches on it. And and it just takes time. And the other thing I will say to you, right? And, you know, because, I mean, we can say that you're young and that can sound very dismissive. Yeah, and I don't want to dismiss how you feel. In my circle of friends, I have as many gay couples that got together in their 30s as I have friends who got together at 22. Yes, no, like, and to be fair, I, I have lots of friends who are in re- yeah. long-term relationships have been together a long time. Yeah, I have friends coming up to 40 that not, are in 20-year relationships. We are definitely not suggesting that this is not the thing. But if you are having two years of psycho stuff, A, you're affecting everybody around you, whether you know it or not, and B, you're affecting each other. So maybe a little bit of rest from that drama, maybe you'll be able to reset better. But yeah. it might be easier to do it with somebody to talk. We're, we, we should really be sending everybody to the therapist. We should get some sort of I percentage. I feel like we are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we know anybody I we feel like do we're that? starting to become very self-aware that we're meddling in areas <laughs> we shouldn't be. Yeah, we're a little like, nervous. This is way ever deaf We're a little nervous. We're, we're deaf. You know, but I, just from our experience, to be honest, you know, I met my husband later, but that doesn't mean it wouldn't have been right we wouldn't have been right together when we when I was younger. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, totally. I definitely, I, we both agree with that. We, we were we met at the right time. You know, that's not to say that this isn't the person for you. I just think if if all this is drama, 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 you then that's your whole life. Then trust well, me, you don't want that. When the you're other thing it. you can do is like if you were deciding that you were going to like yeah. take like if things are good now, yeah, well then let them be good, yeah, but just know that the next time you're in a kind of wobble phase, it's like, well, then we, we're, we're going to have to take a year away or six or, months away. Or, or, you know, else, or we need to take a, a new approach on how to deal with it. Yeah. You know, so you need to kind of get there. But the other big, <laughs> the other thing is, you, you seem, you know, for all your references and all, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like you're I mean, unhappy. It doesn't sound like you're desperately in need of help. And, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> lots of love, Jay and Jay, means that both of you are involved in that situation of, yeah. you know. So you're invested in like it. Like if so. you wrote that letter together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're doing more than my it's husband and I very good start. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I, I really hope it works out because, yeah. and it, I, like, I don't see why, you know, why does anything work out? And it, it is what we said because there. It's the, right, it's the right person, the right yeah, time, want and to. wanting it to. But it takes work. And yeah. in other words, if if you want the shit show to end, then you have to look at why it's happening. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't stay together. I think you should maybe just take stock about why you're together. And it's also the one thing that it won't be, right? I'll tell you what won't be the solution. What won't be the solution? One of you doing loads of work to make this work. Oh no, it has to be both. That's not going to work Mm-mm-mm. because that'll work for a year or two and then you'll get pissed off and resent the other person because yeah. they're still allowed to indulge all their dramas. Yep. Um, so this has to be a... like A joint effort. A starting point. Which, a J&J like, effort. Like what a great starting point to be able to say, oh, we both were psycho. We were both crazy yeah. for all that. Like, that's a brilliant starting point. It is, because in a weird way, then both of you are to blame, but also yeah. both of you are part of the solution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what's funny about this? We started off with this thinking, you know, what the hell are you two doing together? But actually, we're nearly, you know... <laughs> I know, I'd be really sorry if they broke up. <laughs> we're invested now. <laughs> I'm so invested. <laughs> well, we want to know. We want to know, J&J. And honestly, you know, just think about it. Just take a little breath. You know, take a little breath. Yeah. But just know, like, if you've been through the psycho stuff, yeah. you'll know the warning signs. You'll know when, when it's all starting to mm. wind up and get tense again. Just know, okay, if we if we are having another wobble here, that after this... We need to address it. We need proper time apart. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not, but I'm not saying have the time apart now if you're, if you're riding the crest of a lovely wave. Mm-hmm. No. But... But you should think about it. You should think about yeah. why this is happening all the time. And c- yeah. communication, guys. Darling. It's all about communication. Oh my gosh. It is, though. The more you communicate, the less problems you're going to have. I know. You, you and I have zero problems. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Things are wonderful. Wonderful. So, let us know how you get on, J&J. So, we have another problem. I know. Hit me up, Neve. Okay. Because so, we're on a roll. I know. Uh, dear Neve and Garode, I love the podcast and have been a listener since day one. I've always listened and never thought of submitting a problem. But last week, I was wondering what to do about this dilemma and thought I know who can help me. <laughs> there you <laughs> Always. go. Always. At the other end of the bath phone. I know. I got married three years ago at Christmas. My husband is from a family who are all either vegetarian or vegan. <laughs> he is a lapsed veggie. And even then, he hasn't lapsed too much. So this year is the year I've been dreading because I'm going to spend Christmas with them. And I'm really dreading it because for me, Christmas is all about turkey and ham and gravy. But the problem runs deeper because I don't like vegetables. I know, I know. (laughs) I take fibre supplements and I eat loads of fruit, but I just never like the taste of vegetables. So the thought of the day of vegetables is not something I'm looking forward to. Do you think it will be rude to bring my own wrap up of turkey sandwiches? Do you have any advice on how to get through the day on vegan chocolate? Looking forward to hearing what you say. Now she says her name and then underneath says brackets, please don't say my name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thankfully, I read this right through to the end there. I definitely would have said that name. You would have been already all over that. So there you go. I absolutely would have. Um, Where do you stand? Oh, 
God, where do I stand this? All right, firstly... <laughs> I was that kid though that I hated vegetables yeah, and I hated vegetables till I was about yeah, 17 I know um, I still know people who don't eat vegetables like my age Right. the one thing I will say and just before we get into the real stuff not all vegetables take, taste alike no. like peas do not taste like carrots yeah or but, parsnips but they go with peas and carrots you know they go together they do go together you know, very complimentary. Personally, the mammy in me is desperate to try and find ways to make her eat vegetables. I know, yeah, that's <laughs> all I was thinking. I was like, have you tried sweet potato pancakes? <laughs> Corn fritters? <laughs> I can make them taste like anything. You know, I no, part of me is definitely fighting that urge. I completely get it. You know what? It's difficult. However, this is not new news to you, right? You well, married this man three years it's, ago. It's he hasn't become vegetarian in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but like Christmas is, like the food is like oh, it's to, essential. It's the food and the music yeah, and but, the twinkly lights. That's Christmas. But you see, sometimes I have to adjust, right? So here's where I stand Don't on this, right? That much. Okay. <laughs> There's two schools. If you're adjusting, you're quitting. That's okay. my model. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. Would you grow? <laughs> the thing is, right? There's two two ways you can deal with this. With your actual question, whether about bringing the turkey wrap. First of all. If you were hosting the Christmas for them, are you supplying vegetarian and vegan food? Okay? It's a, yeah. Okay. So in other words, technically speaking, the reverse of that should be true. If they know somebody who eats meat is coming, they should technically be okay with meat being present in the space. Except the problem is vegetarians and especially, well, more vegans have a real problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like a dead Be body, like well, yeah. and because it comes from a, a faith system, for well, they them or whatever. Yeah, mostly. they won't be able to. They won't be able to cook it, probably. No, and that's okay. So you could technically, maybe your conversation should be to ask the question: Would they be offended by that? Because Chris, it's so much part of Christmas for you. Christmas is not just Christmas Day, though. I will say this: right, you can put it up for one day and try and do something, right, and then go home and eat your body weight in as much yeah, meat as you can get. As you want. Or before yeah, yeah. you go, have one of those really big hearty breakfasts that you have on Christmas Day. You know, the one with the bacon, the the sausages, the whole, and the pudding, everything in it. It's very hard. I understand that. But you love this man. You married him. You knew this was coming. There's a little small acceptance involved in that. I had an experience, right? <gasps> last year. Mm. Was it last year or was it the year before? I can't remember. And um, because me and my partner, we do our Christmas on Christmas Eve. Okay. So that's our Christmas day. Yeah, yeah. And we, I normally cook. Yeah. And I said, what do you want for, you know, our Christmas day? Was it, did it involve you? Because I was like, will I get like a crown? <laughs> it should have. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, and he said something which really annoyed me because he said he wanted uh, he'd be getting so much meat when he goes home to his mams. He doesn't want any meat. They didn't want any meat. He wants something vegetarian. I was like, "Do you?" So what I did was, oh my I gosh. bought a. Um, it's quite serious. I went to Marks and Spencers. Okay. And I got a beef Wellington, but it was a nut roast a, a, kind of thing. No, it was a plant-based beef. Okay. Now, I was very skeptical. I have to say, mm -hmm. I was. Just thought this is going to be some gelatinous muck, <laughs> you know, because I, I like vegetables. But you did, you uh, did a nice and I thing. like meat. Um, but yeah, but I was like, okay, let's do this. And I have to say, if somebody had put that in front of me and told me it was beef, 
Yeah, I thought so. genuinely wouldn't have known. So what are you saying here? Well, what I'm saying is that I don't think that they're going to be handing you side dishes of boiled broccoli. But like the chances are it's going to be something tasty, like nut roast or, you know. Yeah, uh, it'll, it'll you have, know. I think you're just thinking, as you say, you're going to get vats of broccoli. And, you know, yeah, yeah, it's like not, when you're it's like this nightmare you have on a child and you're sitting there and, and you're not allowed to leave the table till you've eaten all the broccoli and the cauliflower. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not, it's like not going to be like that. There's going to be it, it'll probably be a lot more. There'll be a lot more. It'll be a lot more substantial. Yeah. But, um, but I would say the best solution is to feed up, uh, like get the meat sweats before you go there and eat the big breakfast. Yeah. And that means that you're not starving when you go there. So you can eat small bits. I'm sure there'll and, be uh, there'll be at least the protea, as we call it. And if they, like if they did have a problem with <coughs> you bringing meat, yeah. maybe they wouldn't have a problem if you brought one of those, yeah, you know, plant those, those, those plant-based yeah. turkey things. You, or you brought a, yeah, that's plant-based turkey. I'm just saying. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Gross, that is fantastic. Just heat it up yourself, tuck in. I think it's worth a conversation. You're married to him for three years. This is your family. Well, if he's a lapsed veggie. He'll understand it. Like, you know, he's lapsed. And I presume his lapses are... Small. You know, you have two or three drinks and then he's like, oh, I'd love a burger. You know, they're usually the lapses. <laughs> yeah, but no, to be fair, if he's living with her, he's probably eating whatever she makes occasionally, right? Yeah. You know, the thing is... Or she's probably saying, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a big sausage. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, no, no, actually, you'd be surprised. A lot of the vegetarian alternatives are very good. Yeah. They really are. They've come a long, long way. Yeah, I mean, it, it really... Like, really seriously. Yeah. And so, it may not be as horrifying as you think it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> there are options, and you're right, that they're really good options there, Grod. But uh, seriously, I wouldn't be stressing about this now. Just love your husband <laughs> and the <laughs> Embrace the relationship first. And then be sure next year to make sure that there's, a, like, a turkey the size of you know, your back garden. <laughs> do you know what as well though? You say there, do you have any advice on how to get through the day on vegan chocolate? I was in Joanne McNally's house and she had vegan chocolate because Did I think you? somebody had sent her from... Okay. I don't know that uh, I've ever had it. And, and and it was proper, there were chocolates like from a box of chocolates. And did, but what was the texture the same? Oh my God. It Like it was perfect. I think sometimes it's the anticipation, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's some, like that, there's some very badly made stuff. But seriously, they have come on so much. Yeah, in vegetarian, all honestly, that stuff. And yeah. people who are vegetarian full time, you know, they will have wonderful recipes and but wonderful things. That vegan chocolate, Ned, that was... Was good delicious like wow. it was absolutely gorgeous so yeah we'll just research I'll, I'll see if I can find out what the name of that chocolate we'll was we'll have to test that theory won't we yes we will have to test now, that chocolate now to be fair you've had a very little time to make this decision because it's now the 19th you've, oh yeah you've only yes you've only course. got a couple of days now we know that so maybe the person to talk to is your husband yeah talk to your husband and also if you're going in to Marks and Spencer's to get uh, one of those plant based turkey bits go quick because yeah they'll be gone they'll be gone they'll be gone well we hope now we'll want a follow up for definite on that one yeah we absolutely do and we also want a follow up about the relationship because I feel personally invested now we are we I are know totally I really am personally Jay invested Jay and you're now you know adopted by us yeah I'm going to follow them on Instagram now just so I can get a roll on <laughs> <laughs> just 
I need rolling updates. <laughs> well, I just love it. I love it when people kind of give us their stories, their rants, their problems. But actually, would you know what I've really loved about this year? People have really invested. I cannot believe the amount of people who sent us problems. <laughs> It freaks me out. It does freak me out a but little bit. But actually, I love it. Yeah. And I don't, I, I know there's problems out there that I lose. <laughs> um, I will, I'm going to go do a deep dive through my DMs and I'm just going to dig out any of the ones we haven't answered. Yeah, we're going to find you. there are definitely some in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if we haven't answered your problem, it is coming. It is coming. It is coming because. Uh, but if you have more to send us, please send it. Or if you feel we haven't addressed it, resend it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, resend it. But. <laughs> With a really good explanation and just let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh, listen to you. Listen to you. Um, so, agonyrants at gmail.com. Agonyrants at gmail.com. We are not here for two weeks, but yeah. there will be episodes. Yeah, we're going to do compilations. Two compilation episodes. Maybe find a couple of nuggets of things that we haven't covered. Because you see, the thing is, Christmas is happening. But more importantly, Garode is now becoming so famous and so busy. <laughs> it's nearly impossible for me to pin him down. Well, it's more Garrod has nervous exhaustion. Yeah. He needs a break. <laughs> and has taken two weeks off. He needs a break. He works very um, hard. Very hard. And I'm um, getting my mammy voice out and saying, take yeah. a break. <laughs> so yeah, I'm taking two weeks off. Um, and But there will be compilation episodes for those two weeks. And we'll be back in the new year. Yeah, the 9th of January. But we'll need your problems before then. And more importantly, it would be so lovely to hear how y'all got over the Christmas. Yeah. Send us your Christmas messages. Literally the most innocuous of messages like <laughs> shows we got from Santa Claus yeah I shows what you ate yeah we're dancing and you know what you might be doing for the new year because you know, all that's going to happen you know, new year. yeah we're interested we're way more interested than you think we are and then you know Grode will show you what he sold over Christmas obviously I'm going to sell something before the end of the year keep okay. an eye on Instagram okay. because it's coming it's yeah. the first thing I'm going to do with my time off uh-huh. I'm telling you okay I'm going to post it and I'm going to like fuck the lot of you underneath it <laughs> you never thought I'd be able to do it well I did you still have time I told you you still have time okay well listen lovely to hear you have a wonderful Christmas and a brilliant new year and we'll see you on the other side you will happy Christmas enjoy every night have yourself a merry Christmas that's only one step away from showing me the way to go home isn't it <laughs> bye bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.